what does a life coach do? I would be charging dollars an hour. No, what do you bring to the table? At what point, right, you realise that life coach is a real job? <laughs> what does a life coach really do? This is your daily catch-up. Guys. That's right. So in our brand new food review show, we will be trying new, famous, personal and exotic dishes as we work together towards creating an unofficial guide of okay. our best food okay. finds. So subscribe and join us on this new food journey where we create the Grubby Guide. Subscribe, subscribe. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's episode is brought to you by AIA Singapore. We've all heard about life coaches, but what do they actually do? Well, today we're lucky enough to speak to one to learn all about this rather confusing job. This is some news report. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's, it's just a thing I do. So this guest right here is Mr. Mark Van Heusen, or his actual pronunciation of the name, I'm going to try. Okay. Yeah. Mark Van Housen. Yeah, really good. Ah, <laughs> no Can you well, say it? Can it's you his say job it? to be Can encouraging. I say it? It's Mark Van Housen. Okay. Yeah. The German is it? Dutch. Or Dutch. So anyway, Mark is a life coach. Uh. And more importantly, he actually has some history with John. Hey, not more importantly, Ooh. but this is the guy <laughs> that I did my first uh, emceeing gig with. It was my sister's wedding. So, oh. okay, so Mark and I are not blood related, but family. His cousin is my brother-in-law. Correct. Oh. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Let me let me just get this out. Okay. I've, I haven't seen uh, Mark in a long time, and I want to say that when I was like, how old was I? Like maybe <laughs> 17, 18. Yeah. Uh, I was tasked to MC with him. He being slightly older than me, he just like took lead, which I'm very grateful for. So then on that day, right, he asked me, "Do you want to come one hour early to rehearse?" Then I'm like, "Huh, neat lah. Then, but yes lah, because I was nervous as shit. I got stage fright, right? <laughs> And so when I met him earlier, the one hour before, and he didn't bring a script, he didn't bring shit, and he just like, Whoa. Freeze. he just did the entire wedding plus the jokes plus the banter. Then I holding my cue card. I don't even understand my handwriting because <laughs> it's so shit. That was my stage fright trauma. Like when I get paid to MC stuff, right? And I say no, right? I think about, I, I can't repeat that day. Oh Thanks, my man. God. No. <laughs> Thanks, John. And now John is no, getting back at me and correct. having me in front of a screen. No, it's how good you were, you know. <laughs> and I always say this, right? You know, you you really bomb a MC gig, right? When you're <laughs> taking a piss in the toilet, right? And then some random uncle will be like, "Hey, good job. You, you did well, okay." Oh. <laughs> Why are you still peeing in the urinal? You know? That's when you know you dropped the bomb. Okay, you know, people are trying to. <laughs> okay, so before we get too derailed, right, Mark, can you just tell us for those who don't know? Yeah. I eat all of us. Uh. Uh. What does a life coach do? <laughs> what does a life coach do? Maybe I'll take it a step back and looking at what a coaching uh, really is about. So um, the ICF, the International Coaching Federation, defines... There's an international... Oh, that is. 
Wait, so do they coach all sorts of things? Like the International Coaching Federation? Yes, they do. Okay, okay. Are they an uplifting organization? <laughs> very, they better okay, be right? inspiration. Okay, okay. Yeah, we've got a lot of politics. <laughs> Okay. So that's just one organization of a few, but they define coaching as one in which um, your coach partners together with a client in a thought-provoking and creative uh, process so that you inspire the coachee to be able to maximize their personal and professional potential. So that's what coaching wow. in general is about. It's all legit. You all see how like, as I MC that wedding that time, <laughs> Stop it, uh, John. <laughs> so, I guess the only other coach I know is what? A career coach? Oh, uh, gym coach. Gym coach? A gym coach? You've got business no, coaches as well. Trainer. Those guys are under your federation also? No. Oh. So, Shut that up, is different. <laughs> no, he say got a bunch of different kind of coaches. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, he's talking about the fast to gun thing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, before we get too derailed. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes. So then what does a life coach? Yeah, the life coach. Like the specific aspect of it. Right. So then when we talk about coaching and now there are different areas in coaching. So a life coach would um, focus mainly around life. How do you lead a good life? So there's a bucket, right? There's, there's career coaching. So you don't know what to do with your career. Mm. Yeah. Then there are psychiatrists or shrinks. Yeah. Where does this line on that spectrum? Mm. Because I feel like between that two, we, we settled it already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, you really just want to knock him down today? Hey, wake up! <laughs> no, I, I try to define it because you know, you get so, so, where's your value? <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you bring to the table? Exactly. Why, why should people pay money yeah. to life coaches? Well, I love what you brought up the fact that you talk about a spectrum. Uh. So, when we think about counselors and therapists, usually they deal with people on the spectrum of mental health where you have issues. So, thinking of negative to zero on that side of the spectrum, Spectrum, when you're feeling really right. down, that's where you tend to work with a counsellor or a therapist. But if you think from zero to positive, right. thinking of um, reaching your fullest potential, living a good life, thriving and flourishing, that's where you tend to work with coaches and a life coach. So is a career coach like a subset of a life coach? Yes. So if part of life, you really want to focus on improving your own career, right. then you'd speak with a career coach because then it's very specific about your goal. Uh, to improve your career, get further, make a job transition, uh, whether it's a career pivot you're looking at or accelerating uh, your career. So what are like some of the main, uh, I'm not sure whether issues is the right word because but now we're at the positive section, right? What yeah. are the main things that your clients tend to want to focus on? So if you tend to look at a life coach, um, if you're thinking about how do I improve my relationships, not necessarily just finding romantic relationships, uh -huh. but also improving friendships right. um, or, family to, or with yeah. family relationships. Um, if they want to think about making a house move, thinking about their physical environment, making a choice on whether they should stay in one country or move abroad and helping them to talk through that process. That could be something a life coach right. might look at. So with as little offense as possible. <laughs> yes. At what point, right, you realize that life coach is a real job? <laughs> 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 no, that like this is a job that people will pay money to, to do. Like because it sounds so generic. When you generic. see a, your life like, coach friend bawling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can get advice from my friends, you know. I can yeah. go to each specific coach. But life coach yeah. feels way too generic. Yeah. And it feels way too like... How, like, what kind of advice can I really get going from you? I cannot picture it. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's a beautiful point because Thank most you. people, when you think about... He is, eh? <laughs> really is. He's straight up DC, really. Just deflects, you know. He asked me back, what a YouTuber? <laughs> you talk for a living. So what he you just come here and chit chat. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah, okay. It, people do wonder what value do you bring if all you're ask, um, all you're going to give me in a coaching session are questions. So this is not oh. to the point where a coach, in its purest form, will mainly be asking questions and they do not necessarily give advice. Oh. Even more, you'll say, then why should I pay you money to ask me questions? You're not even yeah. telling me anything. Uh. So the value in what a coach would bring would be holding that space for you to have that reflection and time to reflect on questions which you probably might think about but not have the discipline to really think through right. in detail. Right. That's one. Asking questions, giving the space, but then also reflecting back and holding you accountable to what you are saying and answering. Right, so you don't, you don't bullshit yourself. You don't bullshit yeah, yourself. I think the accountability yeah. is actually quite important. Like, yeah. It's the same reason why you, you hire a personal trainer. You yeah. know, like mm. you, this guy is going to call you and say like, have you worked out today? And like, are you <laughs> eating McDonald's or are you eating the chicken breast? So <laughs> yours applies to the bigger thing of life. Like. I see. Yes. So how did you end up becoming like a life coach? Why if I say that you like that? How did you end up <laughs> yeah, No, how did someone like you? <laughs> so how did someone like you? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm on your side. I'm on no, but yeah, seriously, yeah, like I don't think a lot of people say like, okay, my career path is going to be a life coach. You probably heard a bit about the background where John and my life kind of crossed when we were uh, in the, the Navy, Navy, right? Navy, uh, Navy. before yes, the yes. MCs. One of the things that I realized in being in the Navy was that I really enjoyed working together with my crew and helping them grow, not just professionally, but even in their personal lives too. Right. And so that was the start to when I thought, okay, what kind of careers would allow me to do that? To be in a one-to-one -one conversation where I could get paid to help someone develop personally. Right. Oh. So that's when I started reading more about what coaching was about mm. and felt that that was a good career path to take. No, so you, after Navy, then you explore this. Then what was in between? She's I, not benchmarking your age, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she knows my age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm just trying to wonder like what's the training involved to be a life coach you know because I think Denise alluded to it right what do you study to be qualified to advise other people on yeah, how to yeah, live yeah. their life mm, I'm more than alluded <laughs> <laughs> well you need to know what hats to wear and what your coachy really needs beyond just asking questions sometimes they actually genuinely want advice because they don't know where to go right. and if you don't know where to go you wouldn't be speaking to a coach in its purest sense because right. coach just asks you questions holds you accountable to those actions so if I think about what makes for a good training as a life coach, but also someone who could then give advice and wear the training hat, not just a coach, then... I think with many professions, right, especially service-based where you interact with people, there's usually a bell curve. 80% of people are asking the same 10 questions and 80% of people need this same 10 advice. In a short podcast, right, yeah. how can we lead better lives? Okay, so what are some questions you would like to ask a life coach? <laughs> Just put them down in the comments below. Drop a like and we'll get back to the episode. Wiggle it off. <laughs> Learning psychology mm. would be a mm. great way to start. Um, particularly the area of positive psychology. So, so it how does do you overlap la, like the... Yes, I and, and I think that's important because sometimes people don't just need a coach. 
You right. need someone who would teach you, a trainer. Sometimes you need a mentor. Sometimes mm. you need a counselor so that you can live your best life. Actually, what I didn't realize before I went for therapy was that it's a structured program. Mm. <laughs> so, so I thought I go there, it's just they talk, that, that, that. but actually you get homework. <laughs> yeah, right. So you get homework. Like what? I mean, if a lot of my issues are rooted in my childhood trauma, right? Right. Then what are steps that you can actively take to improve your relationship with your parents? So she'll give you homework, for example, like, okay, this week I want you to have like three instances where you specifically ask your mom this. Mm. Yeah, but that is taken from like my sharing with her previously. Right. So I'm wondering whether, for example, in life coaching, is there also, so if someone says, okay, I want to work on like making friends, then is there like a form of structured program and maybe briefly, like what would that look like? So um, one, I think that would have an element of them teaching or sharing like how do you make friends in the first place right? right so then you have some elements but that's where it'd be teaching and not just purely coaching um, but yes you would have a structured process because the goal is quite clear to, uh, how to make friends and then you get very specific about how many friends you want to make in what realm is it because of hobbies is it because uh, in what um, elements or area in your life and then you go about that structured process i must imagine that like like, I can only imagine that it must be so scary like to feel like it's imposter syndrome on level 1000 yeah, eh? yeah, 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 because yeah. it's yeah, like for right. example I learn computing or coding and yeah. then I go and do like computer science or what right there's an answer yeah and then mm. I train for this and then so in a sense he must have the answers to how to make friends or must have the questions <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. or have the questions. <laughs> the questions yeah because what I'm hearing right because my original thought is that a life coach needs to have all kinds of lived experiences yeah. but what you're saying right is that actually it's more about knowing which uh, gears to turn and ask which questions for them to come to their own conclusions in a way. Absolutely. And that's the second part to the training. So one, if you're thinking about the content that you want to train and teach people so that you can give advice. Mm. Um, but when you think about the coaching skills it's in itself and when you wear the coaching hat, that's when you might go through a credentialing process. So one of the organizations that um, I did my credentials with was the International Coaching Federation. Mm. So that's where you have to do coaching training. So at the level one, um, so there are diff three different levels of right. being a coach. The associate certified coach, a professional certified coach and then a master certified coach. Oh. They really want you to make Google for the last ones. Yeah? Exactly. So, so, cool. so at the first <laughs> level, then you go through like 60 hours of coaching education and training. You need to have 10 hours of mentor coaching. So you work with a senior coach who then give you advice on your coaching questions and techniques. So it's like two coach, then one trainee, uh, one coachee, is it? Um, Correct. So sometimes the, the mentor coach might sit in during your coaching session and then they right. can break it down. This was how you asked this question or this question that you asked um, was a close-ended one or you asked three questions oh. at one shot and that right. might overwhelm your coachee. So they give you that sort of feedback but during then, coaching session. But then when you are a trainee, who are you coaching? Is it like the, the hairstylist? You Probably know? some discount, you know? Yeah, <laughs> the hairstylist, they like, yeah, we got, we got a trainee there, here to there cut are, There are many of these services whereby, for example, I mean, I recently learned off that which I assume is the same thing. Yeah. That if you want to experience career coaching, you can go to a non-professional but like have been learning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Then they'll just do with you as practice. But it's the same syllabus, like they're teaching from the same understanding. Mm. Right. No, so you, after Navy, then you explore this. Then what was in between? So having left the military in 2019, oh, I Oh, you were a regular. I was a regular. Oh. No, I thought she just go NS like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. That's when I did my mid-career pivot because I knew I wanted to connect back 
to psychology in some way. I did one year in HR strategy consulting, but that made me realize that maybe strategy work wasn't something that I really loved and was energized by. And that's where I connected to working with people, building teams, helping people grow. Eventually, I moved on into my role um, with BTS. So that's my full-time role. So I don't, I'm not life coach full-time. That's just my side hustle. Uh, another oh. side hustle with SUSS, teaching as an associate lecturer. Right. But my full-time role is really with uh, this company called BTS. Not the Korean boy yeah, band. I was gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to get an out of the room. Like, oh, <laughs> no, so what, your day job? No, what, what does what? BTS do? <laughs> yes, so... Oh, dance. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We focus on the people side of strategy. So when we are thinking of McKinsey, Baines and BCGs of the world, they come up with the strategy for a company. So what are some of our processes, policies? How do we streamline our manpower and organizational structure? That's the strategy. Mm. Now to execute on the strategy, that's where consultancies like BTS comes in. So how do we align everyone's mindset to the strategy? Do we know what the strategy is in the first place? That's alignment. Next, do we have the right mindsets to think that I'm confident and we can achieve this change in strategy or cultural transformation? And finally, then we look at the capabilities. What skill sets do we need to enable our whole team to achieve that strategy? Right. So oh, I didn't know that. This, yeah, that's, I also didn't know. Which one's harder, like life coaching or deciding the entire organizational culture of the organization? <laughs> I think <laughs> <laughs> the latter, because you're ho- moving a whole organization, right. but dealing with the uniqueness of each individual and how we shift our de- deepest, darkest demons, but mm. also then to have the motivation to want to act on it. How much is a sesh with you? How much is a sesh? Coaching can range anything from 50 bucks oh. all the way to thousands. So it depends right. on the level of your coach. So generally uh. where I would be charging for an hour would be around $200 an hour. Right. So I think it might be fairly similar. I don't know how much um, a counseling session or yeah. being with a psychotherapist. Depending on their qualifications, how mm. long they've been doing it. Yes. But that's where you get. So like when I was talking, um, your associate certified mm. coach, your yeah. professional one on the master, yeah. they also would charge different prices. So what, what do people, I mean, I'm approaching my mid-30s, right? What are yeah. people around my age asking that I should probably ask myself? Where should I spend my time such that it's a meaningful use of my life? It's a great question. I do ask myself that. (laughs) So it could be either finding a meaningful job and profession, but also giving back to society a bit more. Yeah. But that feels like the only two answers, to be honest. Um, that's, that, that's one area. Um, other things that they could look at, how do I earn more money? So I think that would be a lot. But as a life coach, too. I feel like that's, that would be like a weird, like that was a sellout <laughs> advice. You know what? You know, like, bro, you shouldn't be spending your last year. <laughs> 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 I make more money. Work clothes, get job. <laughs> so what are the differences in like maybe trends, right? In what the 20-year-olds are asking and yeah. what the 30-year-olds are asking? In my experience at 20s or amongst the 20s or at least those um, that I've been 
mentoring mm. and then having some levels of coaching, whether they're making the right choice. So it's more broad, which industry should I go? Which industry should I be going into? Is this the right career path for me? How mm. do I accelerate myself so that I can do well in my, my role? Mm. If I'm taking on this management associate position, mm. is this right for me? Right. So I think just getting more advice and finding out whether that's the right choice and will that make them happy? I'm making an assumption here, okay? I think yeah. with many professions, right, especially service-based where you interact with people, there's usually a bell curve. 80% of people are asking the same 10 questions and 80% of people need this same 10 advice. In a short podcast, right, yeah. how can we lead better lives? For that, I will ask people to think about life more holistically. So generally, when we think about what it means to lead a good life, particularly in a Singaporean society, we mm. think of good grades, a good career, earning lots of money, a lot of material needs mm. uh, that we are going for. But when we think about life more in general and more holistically, one element of thinking about it is our physical life. Right. So when it comes to our health, how much exercise we take, how do we lead a healthy lifestyle? So that's exercise. Um, the other element is nutrition. How are we eating? Oh, what sort of nutrients are getting? It makes sense though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And another element to that about physical well-being would be how much sleep we get. So we normally talk about exercise, our diet, mm. and our sleep. So that's physical well-being. I feel like I knew the answer, but I needed him to unlock it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was answering the question in my head. What are the aspects to life? So I'm thinking he's going to say mostly it's about career and girlfriend. And I'm like, no, there's career, girlfriend, there's friends, there's uh, contribution really to, to society. <laughs> and then his first one was physical well-being. Nah, f- I didn't know. <laughs> okay. so, so that's one element, uh, living our lives. But the next element too would be how do we ensure we continue living our life well? So whether we're going for annual health screenings, that's useful information to know. Do we need to make tweaks to right. our diet, whether mm. we're sleeping enough, whether we're getting enough exercise? And of course, if you don't feel really well, then go and see a doctor as soon as you can. If we don't um, live well when it comes to our physical a- aspects and we think like stresses in um, our workplace start showing up, mm. we take really drastic measures um, in different areas, not really thinking back that, do I, am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating well? This showed up to me maybe about two years ago. I couldn't get out of bed because I had a back injury that was from way back. And it just dawned upon me how important physical health was because you take it for granted that I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to feel good and I'm going to show up at the workplace and be fine. But the day that you can't get out of bed, you suddenly go back and realise, damn, my physical health is really important. But we take that for granted. I can totally see what you mean because like, so I don't want to do my own horn now, but recently (laughs) I've I've been on like a, I signed up for uh, F45 for 28 days. And I challenged myself to kind of go six days a week. And he goes at 5am by the way, like the worst time. And I go for for the first class that starts at 6.15. I feel like the instructor them see it. No, they're quite good, they're quite good. They usually get paid for doing nothing from five to nine. No, oh, there's you clown. No, up. there's like them people. Okay, okay, okay. okay, I love you, F45 downtown East. <laughs> but I thought that, oh my God, I'm going to be so tired. And like, this is really going to affect my work day and all that kind of stuff. But it actually, like, it makes me more feel more energized, you know? Oh, sick. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I feel better about I'm losing weight and all that kind of stuff. And it feels like there's been ripple effects. And every time people say like, if I look tired, and they say like, oh, it's the F45. I say, no, man. It's not the F45. Yeah. It's, it's the work. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? Hey. Is it you need a career coach? I thought we were on the same side. I thought you were on my side. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. I think that like, 
like what you say, when people feel under a tremendous amount of stress, they do think about, or maybe my, my new relationship taking up too much time or that this work, this job is not it. I need to quit my job and all that stuff. Mm. But it's true that people don't really think about, are you eating right? Mm. Or like, why you eat at lunch? It's a simple question. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like fundamental shit. Mm. Okay, okay. What else? What else? Um, free shit. 200 bucks an hour. Guys, you'll pay up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Paywall on this episode. <laughs> Please top up another $100 for the next few minutes. Oh God, you sound just like the machine. <laughs> um, another area um, is thinking about our physical environment. So that's literally the place that we stay. Whether we, it's even our room. Is it like dusty? Is it dusty? Oh. A messy room. Is it very cluttered? Mm. And you don't feel right. like you're free. Marie Kondo. Yeah. 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 Really? yeah. Oh. Pretty much like Marie yeah. Kondo. But some people can live with creative chaos because they know where they place their things. <laughs> yes. And if that's the environment for you, then so be it. But you need to make sure that however you want to live your environment supports that. So for me, being by the sea is really important. And I guess you see that connection with the Navy. So when I was looki- <laughs> looking for my place to live, being by a water body was so important. Bongo. And so I'm glad that I managed to get it. Pasir is actually near downtown East. I live in Pasir so, Yeah, get there. Oh my God. Pasir is together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also like to live by the sea, but I'm limited by the wallet. Oh, yeah. No, but you can't go you live by the sea like, yeah. I can't see anything in the longkang uh, waterway uh, waterway, yeah. waterway point <laughs> yeah. but bringing yeah. on to that point because yes before we can choose on how we create our environment we might be limited by our finances mm. so mm. financial well-being is another area that is important to mm. think about um, whether we are planning for the future so what happens when I retire mm. What kind of savings do I currently have to help me lead the life I want to do when I, when I retire? That's right. one area. Two, if shit hits the fan or things get really tough, do I have the right plans to protect myself mm. against that? So that falls under the area of financial well-being too. Like when you say safety nets, mm. I mean, simple stuff, right? We're referring to like... Insurance, protecting against critical illnesses, for example. Of course, we don't want to think about death, but death so that we can think about how we protect our own family members or our loved ones, those that we leave behind. Mm. Those are things we may want to think about if we can afford it. Well, his curriculum is mad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I got my life in order already. Yeah. 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 I think when we look at what um, a good life looks like, um, we talk about the wheel of life and that's a, um, a framework that we look Dang. at when it comes to coaching. Physical well-being, um, looking at your financial well-being, but also looking at relationships. And I'll come to this point later on. But relationships, we break it down into romantic relationships, friends, and family as well as colleagues and peers yeah. mm. but we also look at personal development and how much you are growing and learning um, thinking about giving back to community and spirituality so th- this wheel of life helps us look at these different dimensions and environment which we spoke about another framework uh, which the father of positive psychology uh, Martin Seligman talked about was about PERMA 
So there are these different elements too that you can think about when it comes to leading a more fulfilling life. So one element would be positive emotions. Oh, it's an acronym. Okay. It's an acronym. Oh, oh, exactly. Oh, 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 tell me what so how much positive emotion we derive in life okay. and this for example could be as simple as buying your favorite cup of bubble tea right yeah. mm. so that brings me some level of positive emotion and many different ways to get positive emotion mm. so that's the p the next one is e uh, engagement so how often do you get into a state of flow so um, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi talks about flow when you, uh, so this researcher looks at how <laughs> difficult a challenge is versus how much skill level you have. And to be in a state of flow, you need to match your skill set to the challenge. So now John will, and both of you would probably be in a state of flow because the challenge of being on screen or running an episode versus your skill level of being able to speak through it would match. So oh. the time that passes by will almost go by really quickly. Right. Can so I move on next? <laughs> shit, I'm marinating on that. That's okay. why planks are so hard. They're so long. Because your ass don't be so I don't have the... I can't believe when we both... Oh, this is the shit you're thinking about. Apple Pie guys. You're the gym bro now, sir. Yeah, I'm going in about nine hours. Yeah, okay, let's okay. go. And then? So our... Really intuitive relationships. An, an interesting thing that I was reading about too was, I think it was a nurse or a healthcare professional working in a hospice. And she was just sharing what she heard as the most common regrets on the deathbed, Ooh. men and women. Mm. So you can imagine that some of the most common regrets would be, I didn't spend enough time with my loved ones. Mm. I wasn't forgiving enough. I didn't say I love you enough. So mm. it was relating a lot back to relationships. Mm. Uh, and relationships could be, how do you, improve relationships, not just think about how do we argue better. So communication styles for sure, how can you deal with conflict? Uh, and then there's this concept of non-violent communications on how you can make requests. That's better. a concept. Yeah, it's a concept. <laughs> it's not a natural instinct. It's not a crime. <laughs> 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 Hit someone. It's not MMA, that's violent communication. I'm going to get into a state of flow right now. <laughs> yeah, but tips and tools around that. But I won't go into too much detail yeah. on that. But I think one tip around how to get better relationships ah. would be how do you celebrate the successes with your loved ones even Ooh. better than we currently do? Oh. So this concept is called active constructive responding. Ever heard of it? No. 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 Okay, awesome. <laughs> so Asian household don't celebrate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is um, when you talk about active constructive responding, if John were to tell me, I've just got a million dollar deal. Woo! Yeah, exactly. So some of the responses <laughs> will be, woo! And then it feels like a full stop to the sentence. We oh. want to go even further and like, woo! When did you hear about it? Who told you about the deal? How did you get it? You've been right. working really hard at it. Right. Tell me how you're feeling at the moment. So you're helping them to really savor the yeah. win uh, because they get to share more about it. Right. That's active, constructive responding. Okay, M. <laughs> M. Making memories. Make it <laughs> close. Money. What you brought up earlier on. Memories. It was meaning. Uh, meaning. Meaning. Uh, meaning. 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 Beyond just your own needs. So yeah, that's meaning. Mm. And the la uh, last one within uh, Martin Seligman's PERMA is accomplishments. 
this one we are generally quite good setting goals and being able to achieve it so Sorry, this is the framework for what living a good life so that you have all these elements uh, that come together that lead a good life and something else that is added on to perma uh, also sounds perma but with a h at the end okay. health right after Perma. that, they realized actually we forgot something that was <laughs> quite from <laughs> Yeah, it's a like, yeah, yeah, core values. Uh, uh, safety, 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 Right, and that's it for today's episode. Once again, thank you to our sponsors, AIA Singapore, and of course, Mark. Ben. Marco. Hausen. <laughs> we hope that today's conversation has given you a better idea of how to live your best life and maybe even encourage you to make some changes for the better. Right. If you need some tips to achieve your desired lifestyle or holistic wellness goals, check out AIA's Health360 initiative through the link below. And that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you. I realized that Jared likes to do this. Yeah, so if you guys want to do that, he's like stumbling in for him. Maybe he's the outing as No, the other guy just thought I was staring at him just now when I'm doing the I'm outing. Gonna do it. Like, so AI yeah, wants you to know that if you see what Emphasizing with each gesture to go find Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.